and welcome back to another episode of the Convoluted Podcast. It's your host, Jesus, a.k.a. Tyrant Dominus, and I'm here with Liz. Hey! And if it's your first time listening, you can always follow or subscribe. It's free, and you can always unfollow and unsubscribe. And today we have a very special episode. We have a guest. I know we've been we've been spouting. We've been having guests sooner or later, but we're back at it. And today we have Christian Reeves. Welcome. Um, it's it's Reeves. It's it's not Reeves. <laughs> Sorry, I, I no, hate to be that. Did I not say Reeves? No, no. Did we? Uh, did I mess it up? I messed it up already. No, no, no. no, no. Jesus. That's, that's not, Way to drop the ball. It's not me having a go. It's literally like. It's been about five or six people in the last like six months who've made the same thing. And I never normally say anything because I'm like, oh, whatever. But like, I got to say something. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're the one who has to be blamed, Jesus. It's just not my name. Do you know what I mean? Like Reeves is a no, yeah. surname. And I don't know. I, I get a bit like, because no, I, I know people make, I know people like sometimes um, correct it because they think, that I've done it wrong, but it's like I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Anyway, you you want to know the truth here? I I literally was thinking the exact same thing, and I did it in my head over ten yeah. times, so I wouldn't no. mess it up. And that's that's why I'm like by no means am I having a go or anything. It's just I don't know. It's one thing like when you see someone does their like promo for like text promo and they get it wrong, and I'm just like, oh, it's fine. But when it's like introduces someone to the show, it's like, oh. Oh, say something i don't i don't want uh <laughs> sorry well, there you guys go christian reeve a pleasure a pleasure um <laughs> is it hot, i don't want to be like that's that's not my name how dare you actually it's because i'm not it's not like i'm i'm anyone important i'm just some guy you know but it's like <laughs> but you're a person a human being oh yeah you we are we can respect you you are, uh, sir. You you are a very <laughs> you are a very talented individual. Uh, like all our guests, we always ask them to give us a little background of them, and we took our time. We're not lazy. We we do research on our guests. We spend an hour or more. But yeah, I took a good chunk of time. I listened to your sh- podcast. Uh, you are very uniform in all your profiles and everything. The Christian Reeve podcast. Simple to the point, you know, me trying to come up with names. God, horrible. But yes, you you are a very variety talented person acting, um, uh, writing, like yeah. podcasting. You, sir, are everywhere and doing it well. Virus, you can't get rid of me. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, He's slowly seeping know, in man. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get rid of me. Do you know? It reminds me of this. I remember I was I was reading up on Lady Gaga, and uh, as you guys may may not know, she she received a lot of hate when she was growing up to the extent that a group of people that she went to school with created a Facebook group. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Of hate yeah, which I bet. I wonder how those people feel now, huh? I know, right? Yeah. Damn, anyway. should have been nicer to that bitch. <laughs> I did not know that there was this secret lore about Lady Gaga. What? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, though they hated on her, you know, because she was very talented from a young age, and you know, I mean, it's like anyone who believes in themselves from a young age. I've had people turn around and tell me, you know, you're deluded, you'll never get anywhere with this. Like it's just a hobby, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's, it's a tough thing to gamble on yourself to believe in yourself. It's not easy, and she did that, and then um, 
I don't know. I think it was a boy, a boyfriend. That's it. She was dating a guy. And this guy was just like typical, you know, trying to wear her down, bring her down, toxic boyfriend, that kind of thing. And she literally turned yeah, around guys. to him and said, one day there will be a day when you won't be able to go anywhere without seeing my face on like a billboard or like hearing it on the radio or whatever. And look at Lady Gaga now. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Everywhere and everywhere. I mean, I Iconic. I don't know why I brought that up. That was such a weird analogy. I, I didn't even have a point. I just wanted to share that story because I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> but uh, I don't no, know to answer. Yeah, yeah, no, we, this is about a random ass stuff. We talk about random ass crap all the time. Don't worry about that. You're good. <laughs> Definitely in the right place. And, and, <laughs> and, and to your point, no, yeah, there are, there are as far as uh, any projects or hobbies that you wish to make more of something, uh, just having known that there are people out there that put people down for whatever their desires will be. And the people that, you know, like you just tell them off, like, no, I'm going to do something with this. And one day, no, F you. <laughs> and then, you know, and, and, and it's, I you will and not it's bring like, me down. No, behave. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, and it's right, moments I, like that. I just, that uh, no, continue. Sorry, I'm interrupting. I'm, I'm being really. <laughs> Um, to kind of just finish off that statement, it's like it's moments or people like that, uh, that when you see someone like Lady Gaga, who has that history, that lore to show like, yeah, it can be done. And we all have the potential as long as we have the 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 devotion to continue pursuing the, like our stuff, our projects, our dreams, we can do it. The second you give up, you give up and you can't show them off to the haters basically and for sure we have a couple and we're getting there we're getting there <laughs> oh it's wrong like i mean I get, I get hate comments every day i get a lot I, I will just say this now i get a lot of positive comments as well but you know we're human beings we could get fifty thousand positive comments but there could be two and those would be the two that we pay attention to and <laughs> it's stupid it's true, though. i don't know like one thing I don't know. I think there was someone on my show that said this, or someone I spoke to. I can't remember. I think it might have been one of the the guests on my show. But they turned around and they said, like, the only reason we ever get offended by like hate comments is because we acknowledge that there's like a grain of truth in what the person's saying. Because if we truly didn't care, we just would ignore it, right? We just, oh, well, that's not true. But because recognize as a, it's like an insecurity thing. You know, I mean, if someone picks on your insecurity, it's like suddenly you're like. You know, you know that sometimes that like, you'll be talking to someone and you slip up, and then they suddenly kind of get really like angry at you, upset you, and you're like, "Whoa, what happened?" And it's because you probably picked on an insecurity of theirs without realizing, or maybe you were just being a douche. But like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. Sometimes, sometimes it's just as being a douche. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. <laughs> It's like walking through a minefield and you don't know where the mine mines are, you know, it's like that kind of, but it's like at the end of the day, times it's going to get to you. I mean, I'll give you a really good example. Um, I had a friend, school friend go on a TV show here in the UK called The Apprentice and um, it's still on. It's like down to the final now and he did really well and um, we were sort of following him through the process and it was really cool. And I remember the first couple of weeks I decided to do like a little action series on like my backup account on tiktok i was like oh you know what i'll just follow this it'd be fun and it was because you get to interact with people online and just chat about the show and it, you know it's just a bit and um but one of the first comments i got 
is from some, I won't swear, some nasty person. And they basically said, he's done better than you, hasn't he? Let's face it. And actually, he's not wrong. Not wrong. But at the same time, I don't know. It just, I, I and I, I went through it in my head. I was like, do I do a video response? Do I, you know, hate on the comment? Do I ignore it? I don't know. And I was caught in loads of different minds about it. And eventually I was like, ugh. And you know, you're always going to have critics in life. It doesn't matter what you do. You know, you could be Mother Teresa and people will still hate you. But at the end of the day, it's like my, my last guest, my literal last guest I had on the show. They literally turned around to me and said, you know, just, just do this stuff. Just go out there and do it. Don't think about whether or not it's going to be successful. Don't think about, you know, the numbers. Don't focus on any of that. Just do what you love. Just see where it goes, you know? Maybe you'll become a big star, maybe not. Hey, if you're enjoying yourself and having a good time, isn't that kind of the important thing anyway? Exactly. I couldn't, I, I couldn't say it much better than me. You know what's funny is I, I listened to that, that specific episode, the, the, the last one, and that guest, I vibed hard with her. She was very very joyous spirit that's the best way i can didn't say it but uh for sure it some of the sentiments you just redid like uh, they play out to all humans like just do it do it for yourself for the most part like that's kind of the only reason this show still exists exactly <laughs> we do it for ourselves and someone dozens of people out there for some reason want to listen to us and you know what? We well, love them. Thank you. We love them. We, we love them. You know, I think, I think, so I think an important part of that as well, like the reason why you should have that mentality is because it will actually make the content that you produce better. Because the minute you start thinking about like, oh, I should do this to please these people, or I, sh I should avoid this because of this reason, or oh, no, I should do this because this is trending. Like, no, 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 no. Focus on you and what you have to offer and bring. Because let's face it, look, there's about a million different podcasts out there and i'm sure just like you guys whenever someone turns around and tells you i'm gonna start a podcast there's always that immediate groan right because it's like everyone starts a podcast these days and the real test like i always wish people well but you know at the end of the day a podcast is a lot of work and sometimes people don't even get over the first seven episodes or 20 episodes or whatever you know i think i'm up to like 130 something right now and it's hard you know there's been times when i've looked at it like what am i doing what's the point and throughout the course of just focusing on trying to be a better reviewer and create a better show i started to figure out like oh i guess this is a i mean for me personally is about sharing life stories getting kind of getting the most out of people not just sitting there and going so what's your job like it's like how does that make you feel why did you do that you know like probing a little bit, but without an agenda. You know, that's just my thing. But my point is that to distinguish yourself, you got to do your best to do that. And you can only do that through doing, through creating. Like you guys, you know, how, how long have you been doing the podcast? Uh, we're about to hit five years this mm -hmm. year. Yeah. We just got our 100 at the end of last year. So, yeah. Don't, don't I feel like a fool now? Well, maybe, I, I don't know, maybe you can, well, you're ahead, you're ahead of me in the game. So maybe you can tell me, maybe like, what was the point that you kind of felt like, okay, this is our style? Because been that point, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, oh, okay, this is what, we, and you sort of ran with it. I think the beginning, I to honestly to tell you the truth, Jesus, I think that's always been our beginning. So, um, so yeah. So, so I've always thought like it's been always random ass discussions as if you remember our first one, but that was, oh. all, but this is where we are. We are so, random. So, so if anyone, uh, yeah. Day one, baby. So, perfect. yeah. 
So, so here's some hidden lore for for this show. This the the name original name for the podcast was going to be R A D Rad Random Ass Discussions. That was the original name for the show. So anyone listening to this, that was going to be the original name of this show. And the way this podcast, specifically the convoluted podcast, has evolved to a very, very unique, uh, like, monster for what it is. We started as just a random get-together, talk about random news. We then transitioned to a pure guest, just 1v1, um, thanks to one of my other podcasting um, co uh, friends. And I like the style. I like talking to people like yourself. It's one of those interesting things to we wanted to bring back to the show, bringing on people, talking to them, getting to know them, and letting them share whatever passions or projects they're working on, and giving them a little bit of light while getting to know the individual. And we've, in the past, and then kind of the pandemic for, for uh, me and Liz, we had specific jobs that kind of stag stagnated and kind of put us on hiatus, unlike other people who kind of took the time to work on projects, which which is nice for individuals, but for for us we kind of had to put this on the back burner a little bit um but it has now evolved to a little bit more professionalism i'm quoting if anyone's listening i air quotes okay professionalism okay <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to kind of going back into a little bit of mix of doing the the new the, the strange stories of the world to kind of get a little uh levity of some of the like horrible things that are happening just kind of giving people the the audience a little bit of this is what some random thing is happening to now like you're having you as one of our first returning not returning guests but are returning to that flavor of the show when we had guests on and giving them the opportunity to share what they have to share so that's kind of that's kind of a little bit of a shortened lore of our, our five-year journey Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of what i was speaking for you, know, you you've very clearly through stages and you've gone back and forth and like that whole time you're like kicking around ideas like should we this shouldn't we do this should we return to this shouldn't we yeah and you kind of just go with the flow you know it's exactly the same with my show like mine it started as kind of like a oh i guess i'll just talk about whatever at length because apparently i'm okay at this people seem to like this and then you know i, I reached out to a few people uh online and i had a bunch of guests and i was like oh okay i'll run with it let's just try and do this and you know the more i did it the better it it got and the easier it got and then some key things happen which i think is really important is like you get you get that moment where you kind of feel confident confident with what you're doing and then that's when it really starts coming to its own you know and then the stages are just kind of like everything else evolves around you you get a better mic you get a slightly better setup behind you whatever you get some better marketing flashy image whatever the the core thing is that like the content very slowly gets better i think people watching it listening to it look at that and they're like oh okay i see what they're doing here you know what i mean because any podcast i don't care who you are any podcast you go right back to the beginning it will be difficult to listen to you know? It will. Doesn't matter. Even Joe Rogan. Go check out Joe Rogan. You think Joe Rogan was always good? Uh-uh. <laughs> At the very beginning, it was... Because mm, everyone goes through the same thing. And I think that's also why a lot of podcasts tend to, to drop off quite quickly. Because people don't have... And I always try to hammer home this point. You have to have a plan. You're going to do a podcast? Plan that stuff out. Sit there and figure out like exactly what you want to do. And have 
segments or you know whatever do it whatever your plan is but have a plan and and work with that and keep working with it. and over time you'll tweak things and you know things will get slightly easier here and there and you might get rid of things or whatever but it's a natural progression i think when you try and force things that's when you start encountering problems and, and whatnot like you know and also to some extent and this might be controversial but i don't you should pander to your audience either I, th I don't think you should ignore ignore your audience like take it notice of what they say but don't like to entertain them but you're still hiding it you're still do you know what I mean? it's still your vision like unless you've got like a major backlash like just everyone listening's like oh i've been a fan for ages but i hate what you're doing like obviously listen to that but <laughs> you, know, you know what i mean you know, like that's our show <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm sure There's no hate. Fans love your <laughs> show. Come on. I mean, for five years, you must have built like a, a really decent following. Though. It's like, it's good. I don't know. We've, I know we have our up and downs with our, our listenership. But it's awesome. Either way, I love them. We, we, have, we have our key members. And we have to them, members. Yes, we love them. We have our, we have, we have our key. There's about... there's. There's a definite like 50 people who are key listeners. And to you, 50 who are like diehards. Thank you. Thank you. No, and to our randoms. And to our, the random people listening, we believe in you too. Join, join, join our cult <laughs> of listenership. <laughs> I need to make that shirt. Honestly, I need to make that shirt. <laughs> honestly, um, congratulations on that. That's, that's really amazing stuff. I mean, it's, it's not easy. I've, I've been doing the podcast now close to, it'd be two years in July. And I've struggled to get to just like five or 10 people, you know? It's hard. It's not easy. And I've had moments where I thought about stopping it because it just wasn't sure it was ever going to get better or it was ever going to move forward. But then I kind of thought, you know what? My focus, if my only goal and reason to do this is just to get numbers, then I'm not doing this for the right reasons. And that's when I weirdly began to enjoy the podcast a lot more again, when I just focused on creating good shows, you know, fun shows, and also thinking about what I could gain from it as well. I think that's... You know, there's got to be a bit of self-interest in that. Like, what are we trying to do here? Does this work for us as much as it does for the other person? And it's interesting, like, some of the people I've had on the show, and, and hey, feel free to interrupt me if I'm rambling here, because I know I do that sometimes. It's but, all good. Um, That's what we are. We just we let people talk. We like it. It's better no, than our voices like half the time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, you're, you're, to you're totally right. It, 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 oh. No, go on, go on. Please, after you. No, I'll let, I'll let you finish your thought, then I'll interject. The thing I was going to say is that, like, when it comes to guest selection and who you're going to have on your show and stuff, do your research. Make sure it's people that you can actually have a conversation with. Because I've had a few instances, not loads, but a few people have come on the show. It's like, okay, my mission is to just promote myself. And I get that, but I just think that's, like, like a really sucky way of approaching it. You know, like me <clears throat> me sitting here now on your show. I'm not going to sit here and just go on about myself for an hour. I'm going to I'm going to try to. What you really didn't want to? I mean, come on, Christian, you can no. do that. No, 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 no. If you want to, it's it's marketing one. If you want to win people over, you don't sit and just continuously go on about your product like it's the best thing in the world. It does this. It does this. It does this. No, no, no. no. Show people. You know? People react to action, not just words. I could sit here right now and just be like, you should check out this thing I do and this thing and this thing. But it's like, why? Who cares? Because if I try to create content and engage with this show and what you're doing, 
people are more inclined to be in, interested in, and be like, hmm, maybe I will check this person out because they did X, Y, and Z. You know, they made a fun time. That's what people are looking for, entertainment. They're not looking for you to... Well, just, I don't know, shill whatever you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, I always try to keep no, it yeah. minimum, you know? No, and I, I totally so understand. Just, like, you try to keep it fresh. You try to keep it fresh here. <laughs> um, because because one thing for sure, like, this show specifically is not the only thing we kind of do. We have other projects. Um, you yourself have more than, you're, you're more than your prod, uh, your podcast. I, we, like, like, you, like you said, research, when, when it comes to guests, for anyone who's like we've been saying, as far as podcasting, because usually when podcasts get podcast guests, it's usually another podcaster. And sometimes it's sometimes they want to listen to that because maybe like maybe I want to do a podcast. And like we mentioned earlier, podcasts can be a dime a dozen. But like we said, do it for yourself and why you want to do it. And if you want to get into the, the interview kind of game, number one rule when trying to find guests is just ask. Number one thing, just ask because the worst they'll say is no, and you just move on. Or the, you know they say what my sister said: the answer is always no until you ask, right? Exactly. And uh, we have had multiple guests say no to us, which is fine. But uh, we've the ones who have said yes. Actually, there's been two people. <laughs> there's, I'm never gonna mention them on on our thing, but there have been two people which no was definitely not. There was like literal death threats. Like, and that doesn't make no sense to me. But <laughs> yeah, it's, oh. uh, we can we I can tell you guys about it off camera. But yeah, like you you would think yeah no would be the worst thing you get. But anyways, no 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 is the worst thing you'll ever get if you're trying to get into the podcasting game. Because when you do have the po- chance to actually speak to an individual, if you're searching for them, or the way I've met most of the interviews, like through through the Reddit realm, like there's people out there who mm-hmm. want to talk and they have a word. Hey, trust me, there's there's some fun people on there. Um, and sometimes you 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 just gotta sift through the sand and you'll get you'll get a diamond or two um, out of them. And you just research and go from there. Um, but yeah. But like like a, that tangent off. You yourself have other you have other works. Like we mentioned earlier on the show, you're you're also an actor. And I looked into some of the other projects you work. You're you're a very like I said, you're very talented. Musician um, too. Yeah, like you were in a uh, was it a heavy metal band early early in your life? You're pretty <laughs> young into. And like I didn't get to hear the, the the music, but I I am a very like I enjoy heavy metal music. I have to <laughs> got to get through my nights somehow. And that 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 music kind of gets me pumping and going. So I gotta I'm gonna start looking into it. Um, but yeah. So here, my question for at least the first part is like, what what got you into it, like specifically into acting? Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, I'll try to because whenever I tell stories, they forever. But I'll give you the story. Basically, going abroad, I was in a country called Estonia, Europe. And uh, I was just out there working and living. I was doing marketing, which is like my field. And, um, you know, I mean, it was okay. The job was fine. You know, I'd, I'd worked many years in customer services, like when I was at uni and before that and hating life, you know, because customer service is it's a tough gig. <laughs> no no um, kidding. <laughs> and when I got into like office stuff, like marketing and whatnot, like, I'd finally got into the field that I'd studied for, you know, it wasn't what I wanted to do with my life 
like a passion sense but you know i liked marketing i love business you know i've, I've always liked those things um you know for the first six to eight months of doing that i i really enjoyed it genuinely every day i came in to work it was great and i was like this isn't work this is ridiculous i can't believe it. and then a moment hit when you know i just kind of sat there and was like what am i doing with my life i mean this isn't I'm not about this anymore. Like I'm not, I don't wake up and I knew something was missing as cliche as that sounds. And, you know, to give you some context, music, when I first started years ago, doing creative things, you know, music's always been a part of my life. I've always been a musician. And there was a point, you know, and you mentioned the metal band I was in that, that was me trying to make a go of it at a young age, like seriously. And I was quite close. Um, and it didn't work out. And then, you know, I let people get in my ear and, and kind of just convince me that what I was doing was pipe dream, you know, time to get a real job, buddy, you know, all that jazz. And, you oh, know, yeah. back then, <laughs> you know, you know how it is. And I was young. I was, I was 20 at the time. And the person talking to me was tired and happy and like, okay, you know what? I'm going to listen. I'm going to not be stubborn in this moment. And I'm going to listen to them. So I did the degree, did, you know, did all that jazz. And that brought me back to that moment. I just told you at the beginning of the story sitting in an office in Estonia, kind of, what am I doing? And a colleague of mine came up to me and basically said, hey, they're doing this short film, a couple of people I know, and they're looking for a guy from London who's British to play in the movie. And I just laughed. I thought that was really funny. I was like, of course they're looking for a person who fits that description. And I happen to be <laughs> from London, from the UK, just I just applied f just for the fun of it. I didn't take it seriously at all. Like I just applied. I was like, whatever. Isn't that usually how life goes too? You do something out of randomness, and then you're like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> this is where the the penny drops. So like, I thought it was funny, and then I get the script and realize I'm the lead, and then it was so funny. I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh, okay, now I have to take this seriously. So I had to learn a bunch of lines, uh, do this movie for weeks, short film, sorry. And uh, I loved it. I loved it. It felt like felt like performing with music, which I'd done for years, but it was more than that. It was like I got to, instead of just kind of doing one thing, like with music, you're performing and it's a very personal experience. It's kind of quite a deep experience in some cases, but for me somehow feels like you're using so much more you're tapping into like lots of emotions you're using all your faith like everything is important with that from you know the things you say to the things you don't say from the little little things that change in, in your in your body language in your face and everything everything is important and Paul gave me some good feedback and you know I kept getting little acting roles here and there commercials and it kept building and building and building and it got to a point where I was an extra on um, Christopher Nolan's Tenet movie. And I was watching all of that kind of unfold and kind of thinking about the surreality of the whole experience. And I think in my mind, I kind of decided this is something that I would like to pursue. I realize it's incredibly competitive. I have no formal training and very little chance or hope of ever being successful. What if? <laughs> and that's kind of like the story of my life really, with everything I do is what if every now and again something will happen that blows your mind you know like I, I remember I got a video on TikTok to like 0.9 million and I was like wow that's oh. insane what what happened 
yeah it's just like these little things happen sometimes when you just keep doing your thing you know i'm sure it's happened to you guys you know you keep posting clips you don't even think about it you're like oh yeah whatever like you know go on to the next one and then suddenly something just pops off and you're like oh wow okay and you start gaining some traction some interest whatever it gives you some belief and don't get me wrong i've i've gone back and forth with regards to how i feel about things i've had like depressed moments sad moments happy moments triumphant moments everything in between you know the full range of emotions in the human experience but to fully answer your question i mean with acting it all started with conversation it led to where i'm at today which is just applying and seeing what happens and every time i get an opportunity to act love it it's a short film commercial being an extra somewhere voiceovers i love voice acting um, if anyone's watching this, please hire me. <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun. It's and I think that's kind of what I want to reiterate here as well. Um, and I said it a little bit before, but like with everything that you do, I think it's really important. And look, I know what I'm saying is not groundbreaking. No one's going to sit there and listen to this and be like, "Well, man, he's really telling us something that we didn't know." Wow. It's it's all the same stuff you need. You've heard a million times before, but I think it's important that you reiterate rate these things again and again and again because people need to hear this whatever you're doing you're putting your heart and your soul into these things that you're passionate about it becomes thankless when it's just not working out it doesn't mean you should stop it's something that's truly a part of you and you truly need to get out into the world just do it stop focusing about on you know if it's going to work out whether it's going to work out if you have what it takes you know what like it's about gambling on yourself and just seeing what happens and enjoying the process. And in doing so, like I said before, with the podcast and everything, it will get better and people will start to take note. There you go is another example of how I can ramble on forever. <laughs> oh, no, that's perfect. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, it's perfect. Like, it. like, like so for the most part, like you, someone, you, we hear it a lot. The, 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 that sentiment is heard a lot. But sometimes you, you, you want to hear it like mostly since we're in, like for the most part we're an audio podcast and listening to it from someone else just saying it again it kind of reinforces that in someone or um specifically like uh like your previous episode to date just listening to your guest talk kind of just like also reinvig reinvigorated myself a little bit just how passionate she was with her her work it just kind of jump started me again with all my like you know what just time to go 110 percent on everything i want because it, it it's good it's enjoyable to listen to other people who are very passionate about the things and hearing about it and it just makes you yourself just go 100 percent. and for those who are kind of just feeling a little sour or, or negative at that moment just rehearing that again uh, mostly just if you're listening to this on headphones <laughs> i do my best to clean up the audio as best i can to make it just be a little bit more intimate just hearing that uh, because we are literally whispering into your ears um, <laughs> and just hearing that in such an intimate way, <laughs> hearing it in such an intimate way, it's just reassuring. So as much as we will probably hear it a thousand times before, we'll probably hear it a thousand times again, and it doesn't hurt to just get that reinforcement. And like, and including like just to gamble upon yourself, you always have to just take 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 those opportunities. You know, it's, it's, it can be risky, and you just sometimes you just gotta weigh the pros and negatives. Uh, be it 
uh, projects, work, relationships. It's 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 it can be almost anything. Um, but it's you have to you have to take those gambles with your life um, to pursue your happiness. Uh, because if you're if you're in because for all of us as much as uh, we were currently now, I don't know how it is for you in your area at the moment. But the past two years have been very sour for a lot of people. And uh, we try to avoid talking about <laughs> the dark times. But we can't forget about those, uh, those times. And I know a lot of people are still kind of in that mood, in that, in that sense. Um, and, you know, you got to try to gamble and get back out there. Because I know, I think we actually did a, a news story about a lot of people who are who are kind of who are stuck basically indoors for so many uh, months, almost over years, uh, like uh, two years now, and th- it's just difficult for people to go back into society. For those who were like, uh, I don't know, you seem to be a very like uh, uh, extroverted individual. I'm pretty introverted myself, but I- I'll go out and about every once in a while. But there are a lot of people who are more intro- introverted than myself who. They would go out maybe once or twice a week or maybe a month to now to the point where this past uh, this this pandemic kind of just like, I don't want to go out at all. And it's just scary for them, be it health reasons or others. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a sort, it's a sort of thing. It's, it's it's not it's not easy at all. I mean, I, I always find it funny when people extroverted. I'm, I'm pretty shy when it comes to real life to be honest um online and when, yeah, when i need to be <laughs> she's, the, I she's the yang to my ying so <laughs> yeah i'm the ambivert <laughs> i think i think you know i'm kind of the same i, I think but the, what i realized from a young age is to function properly in this world you extrovert sometimes you have to even if you're an introvert you have to and i figured that out from a young age and, and i've always weird thing for me because when i was younger i was i was really extra you know i just i just i was never shy but now as i've gotten older um more inclined to listen to people i don't tend to start conversations people tend to start conversations with me and i'll happily sit there and listen all day and talk to someone and like i love that i love conversation being around other people i'm also just being by myself and doing my own thing and I, i think it's very alluring and i think a lot of people during the pandemic probably felt the same way but the difficulty is that like when it comes to being introverted or extroverted there's a lot of stigma attached to being introverted people tend to say things like oh you're being anti-social you're being being that and someone who tends to veer more towards that introvert side of things i couldn't disagree with that i think that nothing wrong with you know not going out of your way to start conversations every five seconds or like sometimes you know it's fine to just sit down and be quiet and and embrace that like it's not a bad thing lived in um abroad in europe like i found that thing like when the people i was around were having dinner we we wouldn't like sit there talking we would just chill and, and just eat and just enjoy the moment and I was I grew up with like just constantly talking at the dinner table and stuff like that, right? So I think that a lot of it can be circumstantial. Some of it does come down to choice. I do think there's you know there's nothing wrong with with just enjoying having to do that. Like I think in in many ways what the pandemic did was for many introverts it was like 
like, oh, well, this is great. Like, this makes no difference to me. <laughs> you know, like, for me, it didn't change my life, yeah, okay. to be honest. Like, I, I, <laughs> it changed my you know, life. <laughs> I, I think if anything, if anything, it kind of pushed, it pushed me to, to kind of go out more, if anything. You know, because this thing, now I didn't have the... Um, the ability to just go out when I would want to. Now suddenly it was restricted. Yeah, it's reverse psychology. Obviously, the thing you can't have now is the thing you want. And I try to make more of a conscious effort to go out and meet people and do things here and there. But um, I don't know. I think online life has really changed the game. You know, you can have like an entire life online and never step that foot out of your house. And problem with that is that this online stuff it is real, but it's not real. Like I often tend to say online that. I, I, you know, well, in my real life, people will be like, well, online is real too, is it not? But not really. It's, you're presenting a certain thing, aren't you? Like you go on an Instagram page, that's what that person wants to show you. They're not happy every five seconds. What you're not seeing is them breaking down after work because, you know, they're just really hard time or they're not showing you the days when they just break down in tears, you know, because you, and that's the thing. Like I've always tried to be authentic online, but, even I don't show my worst moments and not because necessarily I feel uncomfortable showing that it's more because I know that people don't ever want to see that be near that. Like, you know, it's like when you're going for a really hard time, aside from like your core people that really care about you, like your close friends, family, whatever, a lot of people just distance themselves, you know, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's like, you just, it just, you I have this that. weird like energy. It's the energy. Some people, people like raw people... emotions too, you know. Yeah, it's like I I get it. It's like if you go in a room, let's say you're at a party, right? And there's that one person who's just always in a bad mood. You just don't want to go around them. You don't want to talk to them because you don't want to be in a bad mood as well. Not that you necessarily dislike that person. You might even feel bad for them. You might want them to be happy, but you're not responsible for making them happy. You know, you're responsible for yourself. And sometimes it's like the other day, I'll give you a perfect example. I came home and um, I'd just done a podcast and I absolutely loved it. I'd had such a great time. It's like, as you said earlier, you, know, you watch something and it just lifts you up. And I came into the, the kitchen just to talk to a housemate and they were just like unnecessary, like rude and gave me attitude. And it, it was like a balloon bursting. My mood just... And I, I, normally I just ignore it and I'd let it go, but I kind of had a go at this person. I was like, what's, what's the problem? What's your attitude? Like, why? Like, I'm just asked you a question and you know, they had their reasons and whatever. But thing now that I think about that was that the real reason I was annoyed because I was in such a good mood before and they just destroyed my mood, just being, being an attitude, having a problem, you know, that's why like, I realized like it's so important you manage your attitude and emotions around other people because you have no idea how you're going to affect other people it's it's okay. it's, it's a hard one people no, i bring the room down all the time oh, well, i bring well, the room down all the time <laughs> i he, i can i can account for that experience <laughs> unless i bring the bottles out i'm like the mood goes like and then like, <laughs> I'm like yeah <laughs> oh for sure i think i think more actually who recently for sure that kind of hit me uh recently just that weird it's it's weird just hitting that sour note um i've been more more recently just being calling it calling it like for an individual when something like that when that that bubble pops i've been just calling it a bad day someone's had a bad day and uh it it probably was that they just had a rough day and it just 
like you said, it popped, and you're just well, you're just in that that's, wave. That's the thing. In in that particular scenario, that was the first thought that came to my mind. I was like, and I said that I was like, is something wrong? Do you have a bad day at work or something? Like, is something the matter? And they were no. And I mean, this particular person never gives me apologies for anything. They're they're one of those people that always thinks they're right and they don't you know. And it's it is what it is, you know. And and because this person is like brilliant otherwise like they're someone i really like and respect and i really like their vibe but every once in a while they'll say something they'll kind of they'll do this thing where they have an attitude or something they don't like something about what you're saying or, or whatever and rather than kind of and this is something i think as adults we have to learn to do is that we have to kind of respect the fact that like we're not always going to like what the other person says or the mood they're in or whatever but you you gotta manage yourself in an emotion like it's, that's what emotional intelligence is and that's a learned thing you have to learn that over time but some people are very and this person is like this as well they're like very oh well i, I can't believe they're being like that i can't believe you know I, I, why don't you understand like what's wrong with you and it's like it's strange in adult life experience in that because this is the sort of thing that you experience when you're much younger you know when you're a teenager and you, you get you let it go because you're all teens like you don't think about it right but when you get older and you start seeing that in, in various scenarios like if you're at work and you see that I and mean, that's a big thing we'll talk about things like professionalism i think a big part of professionalism is not reacting in that manner it's not to say you can't have emotions at work but like all, we've all seen when you know someone loses it and shouts at someone in that moment forever onwards you can never really have respect for that person doesn't matter how stressed they were angry they were it's never okay to just start shouting at someone you know i totally agree um yeah it's, it's, that it kind of... I, will, I will i'll add a caveat to that like if you, if it's like a relationship situation and there's a lot of emotion there and there's things going on that's one thing but like in a professional setting or something like that like like i've seen it i've seen like a boss shout at a worker and then i've had i've had people be like that with me i remember one time i had a manager and they shouted at me um and i, I knew i knew deep down that there was stuff going on in their personal life i could just i could just tell you know it's just you you can tell can't you sometimes it's, it's not you're not psychic it's just you you just know and i kept saying to this person if you ever need to talk you know at all you know and like what i meant was with work but i also kind of meant personally i just didn't spell it out and i always said like always happy to talk always happy but this one particular day i remember like i was reeling with something and i asked for their help because they're my boss and she just shouted in my face and i remember just turning and looking in amazement like i was just speechless then <laughs> again didn't get an apology for that let it go but after that it was never the same again because you can't have the same professional respect for someone when they when they've reacted that way what's my point well my point is that you've you've got to manage your emotions in in a, in a mature way it's not to say you can't ever be upset or angry or whatever with people but there are things that you let go and then there are times when you challenge people you know and you have to pick your moments and like that housemate situation that i told you about earlier that that's an example of someone being unnecessarily rude and getting annoyed because something's bothering them and like they, they've told me like other people that bother them like people they work with make jokes that they don't like and they don't want to be around that and i get that it's like 
not those people that you work with. I'm someone different. And this is a different scenario. You can't like super annoyed and aggressive every, at every instance, you know? No. Yeah. Totally agree. Like it, it, it takes, I think you put it the best way, a, a level of uh, emotional maturity and a level of, at least in the workplace, some professionalism and just kind of understanding the situation. It's, it, it's usually always situational because it's, it can, it can, it can happen anytime. Um, and it's just, it can leave the, the, what's the best word? The, I literally had the word in my head and it's escaping me. <laughs> the, uh, the, the people around you, huh? not victims. What is the word? Why is words not coming to me? I need more coffee. Um, <laughs> you have a coffee any, machine in that room. Go do it. <laughs> oh, any, any, any like casual, not casual, casualties. There we go. Got it. Any casualties <laughs> around you just end up in shock with whatever just happened whatever like he's like 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 for, like the, the the scenario you you mentioned about yourself like that that little burst like whoa because then you kind of lose kind of like like you mentioned this level of respect or the way you viewed this individual it just kind of like i was not expecting that from you um i know i know liz had yelled at me multiple times and then uh, done with the podcast but I, I bet you, I bet you, I bet you in those instances, Liz, I bet you apologize afterwards, right? Like, hey, I'm sorry. Or like, you see what I'm saying? Actually, actually, uh, and, and like outside joking wise, I don't think we've ever argued. I don't think we've we? ever I had an argument. Like, yeah, we've never yeah, had no, a real I wouldn't remember argument. that kind of stuff. No, That's good. That's no. Good time, yeah. We've never, yeah, I think we're, we're that well, kind of friends that we just know that we're all like joking. Yeah, that's a whole different story. Yeah, outside of joking, I don't think me and Liz have ever, ever had a like an actual argument. Oh. Uh, we, we just joking stuff, but um, we I mean, but, we discuss things and we've gotten like heated a little bit, but not like, but we we retreat back when we go, oh, okay, this is not the story to be talking about, or this is not the. It's usually miscommunication or something. Yeah, so it's exactly that's that another too. thing. That's another thing. Communication oh, is always key here. Yeah, for sure. Like it says a lot about you guys as, but also like both of you and your understanding of how communication works best. It's always best when you're talking, you know, when you're getting aggressive with someone, just getting pure emotion or whatever, not necessarily aggressive, but when you're just emotional, you can't, can't really have a proper conversation. You have to kind of calm down and then be like, okay, now we can talk. And also I'll add what I, to what I said the other um, before. Like, I think that you upset someone. Even if you know you're right or, you know, you know, maybe they've overreacted or whatever the case may be, like, I think you still have to kind of take care of them and like apologize to them and make sure that they're okay. You know, you can think like, oh, you know, they're with them, but like, you've got to kind of show that you to other people that you care. You know what I mean? Like in that instance that I gave, I was, I was happy. I was in a good place. And then this person completely ruined my mood and then just made me feel like a problem. Okay. And then I walked away kind of just like, oh, okay. And now I just, I don't really want to talk to this person particularly, you know, they're just kind of disappointed, you know? And I just think that, and that don't get me wrong. Like I, I'm not trying to make out like I'm a perfect human being. I've made that mistake in the past. You know, it's, it's something that you, you have to learn. It's like, okay, this concept of, you know, I upset you and 
you know, yeah, maybe, maybe I am in the right. Maybe, maybe you are overreacting, but still kind of make sure that you're okay and take care of you in that, in that instance. Cause you don't know, you don't know. It could actually be like a triggering thing where you know, it has nothing to do with the thing that you said. It could be like an undermining thing. Like a perfect example is like, and I know that I've done this in the past by accident where you, you upset someone and then you sit down with them and you're like, what's, what's wrong? Like, you know, and then they tell you the real thing that's bothering you. But the thing that you did, just the ignition, you know, it just built up and built up and built up and built up and then just burst, you know? Because, I, I mean, this is a problem, isn't it? In life? It's, 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 oh, it's a yeah. tricky thing. <laughs> the, the rice yeah? story, yeah. <laughs> we have a weird, we have a weird story. I can't, you just kind of condense down and we call it the rice story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to kind of to it, we've said it multiple times, but to let you know a little bit. So it was just an incident where um, uh, my sister was visiting with her um, um, her, her kid. She brought over some white rice because that's all he can eat at the moment because that's how picky of an eater he was at the time. And um, I woke up from my nap, <laughs> my nap, and uh, looked for food. She left it in the fridge. And like, oh, there's there's rice there. Went to greet it because it was just not labeled or anything. Just grabbed it, cooked it, ate it. Ooh, flames and feud when I was eating that rice. <laughs> and it was, it was, it was one of those moments where like, whoa, like, like, like you said, it's just shocking moment. Like, whoa, what is happening? Why am I getting yelled at for eating rice? And it's, it was just a crazy moment. And to a point where, um, it's very there's it's very few things in for me myself uh i don't really get upset that easily uh it just very just uh, i for the most part i've i've learned to kind of like like settle down with any situation but this was one of those things where like why am i getting yelled at for rice for rice and it just heated me one i woke up i was hungry and it, it, it was this moment and she at this point she was very emotional um and it just it just went crazy we kind of had to separate my my family had to separate us for at this point and kind of uh just settle down and kind of settle like 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 you mentioned just cool down i know i'm doing a lot of hand motions so i'm sorry anyone listening <laughs> like settled down and after two hours um she came to she came saw me and she apologized and it was we kind of just talked it out really quick but that is the for the most part a, a close summary of what the, the rice story there's a lot more to it but that's basically what happened so that is the rice story um but yeah just take a moment for yourself because i yeah, knew well, i knew at that moment yeah i mean it's, it's a perfect analogy i think you know especially in the sense that like friend took the time to come back like they cooled down came back to you and they may have even still thought that like you were being unreasonable or whatever but like that's i think besides the point in a lot of cases you know like when you think another person is being unreasonable or difficult or you just don't like something that they're saying or whatever or you know and i've learned this over the years like everyone everyone's different some some people are very sensitive some people are very hard as nails and tough and for instance if you get two people like that the person that's kind of there's like a tough, um, tougher mindset. Maybe they get annoyed at the, the person that's being sensitive. They're like, oh, what's wrong with you? Why are you so sensitive? And it's like, you can't be like that. You know, they're a different person to you. And there's a reason why they are the way they are, you know. And it's, it's not even necessarily a bad thing. It's just different, isn't it? You know, like um, there's positives and negatives to all 
different personality types, you know, and as human beings, it's like, I think we've got to do our best to kind of work with each other. You know, our difference is sometimes it's going to be constricting, or, sorry, not constricting, contrasting. There's going to be a friction, but you work with each other. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. This thing upsets you. Okay. My bad. I'll make sure to, to not make you feel this way again. I think when you don't have that mindset, when you're just only thinking about yourself and you're like, oh, what's their problem? Why, why are they like that? That's a big problem. I, I had that years ago. And when I look at this person, since this, this housemate I gave as, as an example, they're a bit younger than me, the mistake I made years ago. And they'll, they're, they're an intelligent person. They'll, they'll, they'll figure it out for sure. I have no doubt in that. And it's like m many of us just, it's just the journey, isn't it, of life. You just, more and more people we get to know and, and the more we're able to put aside our ego, because I think ego is a big part of it, you know, needing to be right in every situation, you know, just righteous or whatever. Like in the end, none of that stuff matters. Like it's just about caring about the people around you. You know, if you really care about someone, you're just going to sit and listen and be like, oh, okay, did you feel bad? All right, I'm sorry. Let's move on. Let's continue being friends because that's what's important. There we go. All right. Uh, Liz, is there anything you would like to ask Christian? We're getting towards the end of the show. Oh, no, I don't think so. I think he's pretty much answered a lot of the questions I thought about, and then he said it. I'm like, all right, then I'll. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we're getting towards the end of the show. Uh, we're getting to the last two portions. Now, it's time for like a story portion of the podcast. There's where we ask our guests for to ask him about them. The weirdest, strangest, most convoluted um, thing that you've ever seen, done, or happened to you. Yeah, so I wasn't really sure what to share here. And also, I just want to say quick beforehand as well. I'm so sorry. I feel like I've hijacked your show by just talking <laughs> so much. It's so all for good. Anyone no who, worries. <laughs> any, anyone who's listening who's like, oh, why does this guy talk so much? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I hope you got something from this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, the weird story. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's disgusting. So, it's yourself. It's the weird part of it. The weird part of it is more just why. Why? Okay. So, I'm in London. Would have been early 2010s. And I'm with a couple of friends. We're on the tube, the underground. It's late at night. It's probably 11 p.m., something like that. It's packed trains. If you've ever been in London, it's underground it's you know it's busy there's lots of people it's it's i guess like any major city you know when there's lots of people around and it's a saturday night or whatever we're on the train and normally you know you get on the train especially when you've had a drink and you don't think anything of it you're just kind of lolling around like oh you know just kind of away with the fairies having a laugh right just hoping that you'll get home soon <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as we get into this particular carriage something's off and i'm like what what's going on what's going on and my then partner was like no don't like she's telling me like to not look or something and i was being stubborn i was like what no what what's going on what's going on and then i have like this sudden realization when i'm like oh what happened was imagine that we're kind of boxed into a corner because the train's going nowhere to go okay it's not like we can't move towards what's going on which i will get to and there's nowhere on our left to so we're stuck in the corner and we have to wait till the next stop and who knows how long that's going to take then to look up the first thing that hits me is the smell it gets more potent and <laughs> to realize what's going on in front of me a man sitting on the chair kneeling forward 
There's no one around him because of what's going on. I found that strange because that's the first thing that I saw. I didn't see what he was doing. I just saw, oh, that's strange. There's this strong smell and no one's around him. What's going on? And then I see the rest of the carriage have all gone the, to the farthest end of the carriage as they possibly can. They're doing the same thing that we're doing, except we're closer to this guy and everyone else has been smart enough to, to not get, well, get on at this stage. But then again, we didn't know. We got into this train blind, whereas the rest of the people saw what was happening and got as far away from this guy as possible. He's there. He's sitting there. And he's clearly drunk and some crazy drugs. I don't know. Sitting there in front of him, they're sick on the floor and he throws up into his hands. He then proceeds to mash the sick in his face, all over his face, and he then eats the sick. And he just stares at his hands for a little bit longer. It sinks a little bit. He just sits there. So I'm a mixture of terrified, worried, fuck, I'm going to throw up myself. And actually, we naturally jump off as soon as we possibly can. And we're looking through the next carriage in, into him. And he's still there, he's still sitting there on his own. And I'm, I'm worrying because, you know, maybe this guy's unhinged. You don't know what he's going to do. A madman that's sitting there eating his own sick, like, who knows what's going to happen, you know? It's one of these situations where it's like, anything. That's bonkers. Wow. Thank you for sharing that experience with yeah, us. visual. I got visual in my head. <laughs> yeah. Good. I just, I just, uh, I get weird. So if anyone's listening, there's your a little, a little taste of his voiceover work where it's like telling us the story there. But man, that, oh God, that is bonkers, so man. That, that, <laughs> that ride must have lasted a lifetime for you guys. <laughs> the stench oh, yeah. might have been in that clothes. I'd be like getting rid of the clothes as soon as I got home. We like stripping off in the yard. <laughs> Oh Seriously. God, man! I can... we, we 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 would just like pack like sardines together, and it just it you know like sometimes when you smell something, it just gets worse and worse and worse as time goes on. Like it, it almost like oh, hits yeah. you with the sinuses, and just like oh, 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 like that. And then it, it then it's in your mouth, like oh, oh yeah. Oh, and I, no. I was just so I was so terrified, I couldn't believe it because I remember tapping um, my ex and just being like, look. She's like, what? No, 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 no. I'm like, no, no, no. Look what he's doing. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Part of my language. She's like, what like, is going on? Out of going? My head. <laughs> I think, I think she, 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 was, she, she was more intelligent than me. She was smarter than me. She, I think she was thinking like, yes, let's not look at the crazy. Uh, let's not, you know. Antagonize like, I'm like, oh, it's like the zoo. I'm like, oh my god, look at look at that. Look, look, no, uh, what urban urban jungle? And this guy's, oh, what's he gonna do next? Like, <laughs> no, I I would be fixated on this individual and like, what am I watching, sensing everything? It would just blinders just to that person. <laughs> like, like what's happening? What is this? But oh, that what a what a what an experience to say the least. Oh, thank you. Thanks for sharing that. I hope our audience, I hope, our audience <laughs> hope your stomachs are well after that story. Sorry, don't, don't make I'm sorry if, if you had dinner and then you listened to this. I'm so sorry. I just said breakfast. So, yes, it's kind of. Um... <laughs> All right. So, let's, let's move on to the, the game. Thing. 
weirdest thing I could think of. I couldn't think. Of. I was like, what's no, the that's fine. That's perfect. Yeah, it works. It works. That's, We're not that's lying. Perfect. <laughs> Trust me, that's perfect. We've heard some sweet stories. This is the four, first sensory one to my nostrils that I've, ha- I've listened to from our guests. So you're the first on that. Maybe <laughs> of when I was a kid, uh, right? And and like I remember, I was young. I was probably like ten or eleven, maybe a bit younger. And um, we had like these wood carpets, uh, and it was just me. My mum was a single parent mum, so it's just me and her. And I remember like. Sometimes I wouldn't quite make it to the bathroom and I'd end up just like throwing up randomly in this tiny hallway we had. And I always remember like, bless my mom, she had to like she put on like these big chin gloves, like plastic kitchen gloves. And like she'd have like, I don't know, like a bandana or something to protect her mouth. And she was like rid of the sick and scrubbing the floor. And you know what sick's like? It just, it just stays there forever. And she's scrubbing and she's getting more and more annoyed. And she's like struggling to, to like... Um, not to gag and I'm like I'm so sorry and she's like just just get away go go to your room go, go to your room and I can tell she, she she's just she's just not this is not how she wants to be spending Saturday like just come on <laughs> and I felt so bad but it's so yeah always make it to, to try and get to the bathroom if you're gonna be sick because that stuff just stays otherwise forever Mm. it lingers even even when you do remove it and clean it it's just there like i remember week a week afterwards it would still sort of smell you know, despite all the cleaning Dude. products well. <laughs> you gotta you gotta get some fabuloso man that's those that <laughs> tears things down <laughs> oh, okay because <laughs> i walk by houses that use that stuff and i'm like oh that's awesome. right. Yeah, that's the that stuff will linger. That will linger. That will overpower everything these, else. Like yards and everything. I'm like, I'm walking around. <laughs> what? God, we need an industrial <laughs> strength cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move on it, it to the game me... show portion. Sorry. I, I was going to say, like, it would make me think that there's like something more sinister has happened there. If they've brought out the industrial cleaners, like, what the hell has happened in that house? Is, <laughs> yeah. is that some true crime stuff right there? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Murder. Man, if that happened every time I, we had a cleaning service, damn. <laughs> all right. Oh, all right. Let's do the game show portion of the podcast. All right. This is where the fun game show music starts. Imagine it. <laughs> so, you decided to do Would You Rather. So, we have three prompts, and you're going to have to choose one of the two and let us know why you would choose one or the other. We'll go with the first one. Would you spend the rest of your life slowly melting or drive a monster truck through a nursing home come on come on <laughs> what's your what's your thinking process right now <laughs> i hate you that's my thinking process <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, 
Liz, you can help him spot it out if you want to help him a little bit. I don't know. Would you want to be... I don't know, because you technically could be killing somebody if you were driving through a old place. Old person's home. <laughs> but slowly melting. What are we talking about, Jesus? What does it say? Like, um, I would say you die or what? Yeah, yeah. The, it, it's it's basically a timer. You're like slowly melting away. To can I death. speed? Can I speed up? Can I speed up the process? Oh, no, no, any... <laughs> no, you're just slowly melting away. Unless you want to unalive yourself, which I highly recommend no one do. Um, but yeah, I would. I guess I would. Yeah, I would unalive myself and, and go for the like, you know. I mean, I I am one of those people. Okay. It, on in a serious, I can't I can't live. Where are the pros and cons? Pros and cons. Oh, okay. I can't live. I can't live with girl. No. So as much as it might be appealing to be public enemy number one and and do the nursing home thing, I think that it would just be to live with a girl so i would do the melting thing unalive myself and just kind of i'll do that or if i can't do that then at least my conscience is clear all right I can become a an interesting sideshow at a circus the man <laughs> who's slowly melting there you Mission go you gotta you... <laughs> there you go. you gotta you gotta make the best of a situation okay it's the best in that situation <laughs> I have no idea. This Come one's on. a little easier. I think this one. I think this. One, I think no, this. Like, okay. You, you, you get paid your money, but then like, your hands slowly dripping away. So it's like. <laughs> and then you have like no hand. You're oh. like a nub. <laughs> All right. I think round two is going to be a little bit simpler then. All right. Would you spend the rest of your life having to sleep in a bucket, or? Every time you see an advertisement, you would have to buy set product or service. Okay, come on. Okay. What size is the bucket? Just out of curiosity. Uh, hmm, there's a lot of different buckets. Uh, what's the actually? What's the what's largest? The what's the largest bucket before it be considered a tub? That's what I would I would consider before it's called a tub. Not fussy. Sorry. I look at it as you know as long as i got somewhere to sleep who cares like, i remember one time i was about 14 and um just say we consumed some substances the night before <laughs> and uh the next day i woke up with my neck at like a 45 degree angle and i was sleeping on a pair of shoes <laughs> i'm pretty sure that is worse than sleeping in a bucket. I could, I, I could find a way to make the bucket work. And you never specified how big the bucket is. The bucket could be bed sized. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, true. All right, that's true. All right. You, 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 you got through my round two. All right, then time for <laughs> round the final round. Then final round here. Would you rather be constantly? Uh, being followed by TMZ while they create lies about you or be hunted for the rest of your life 
like an antelope by a bunch of wealthy colonial Englishmen. <laughs> Those guns, how much did they miss? Because I feel like the whole colonial Englishman fighting, because I, I would become like an outright army dude. I'd just, I'd hunt them as well. I'd make it into a sport, maybe. I don't know. That'd be fun. Um, but if it was the TMZ thing, I, pff, I couldn't care less. I mean, TMZ, like how much credibility does TMZ have? Like if you if you believe everything you, you hear on TMZ, then I think you should really reevaluate your life. Like, come on. <laughs> I, I, go exactly. with a, I go with a colonial. I go with a colonial thing. So that sounds like fun. <laughs> there you go. Make it into a game. <laughs> All right, then. There you go. All right. Thank you for playing that portion of the show. So we're at the end of our show. We're going to let our guests provide any. Uh, what would you like? the people to know where can they find you and anything you would like to promote yeah, sure um if you're interested in in checking out what i do um basically in a nutshell i am an aspiring actor voice actor podcaster musician uh, i create content online mostly just like little skits and you know fun videos i suppose and uh, you can find everything on my link tree, which hopefully the guys here will provide. I've got a few links that will just make it easier. But e even if you just search my name, Christian Reeve, on most social medias, you'll probably find me. Um, and yeah, just a, a mixture of long form and short form content, really. It depends on, on what you're into and, and what you like. But yeah, uh, do a bunch of different things. Come join the party. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been a real pleasure meeting you guys. Thank you. Nice meeting you no. too. Pleasure is all ours. So like everyone, thank you for listening. As always, you can leave us a voicemail at the number at 971-373-7515. You can leave us a message and we can listen to it in one of our future episodes. Uh, you can always follow me and Liz on our TikToks. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, or join our Discord and you can just chat with us and enjoy our fun shenanigans but thank you christian for joining us on this wild ride that has been this interview and chit chat uh everyone thank you for listening until next time see you
Oh, yeah, I'm racing for 